Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <sighs> okay. Look how comfortable Maggie looks. I know. I it's wish I was Maggie right on now. On your pillow. I wish I was small enough to lay on that pillow. <laughs> you can still lay on it if you want. True. I just you won't fit as well. I went to the to PetSmart uh-huh. to get her, to get like a slightly bigger kennel mm-hmm. because- She's growing. Well, and here's the big thing. Like I am kennel training her. She loves her kennel. But when I have to leave her at home in her kennel, I think now though, because she's still just such a puppy and getting used to being left in her kennel, right? Mm-hmm. But- I would think, even my mom said, you know, like, why don't you like, get a baby gate where you can just have an area, like, in, you know, I could probably do it between my laundry room and my, like, there's a little doorway right there on the side right. of the house. But she jumps. <laughs> like, I went to PetSmart, and I'm like, like do a little guys, kangaroo. Yeah, I'm like, do you guys have any gates that are taller than this? <laughs> Did and you have her, like, show show them, like, Maggie, jump, like, this, the, like, this high? I told her, I was like, she jumps into my arms, and she, I mean, she'll jump, she, she jumps all the time. But she'll try and jump on the back of the couch and miss. Right. Because she's just not big enough to make it all the way yet. But she keeps trying. She's got that <laughs> winner Perseverance. Yeah, yeah, she does. Got a good mindset. She's like her mama. But um, so I pull one of the gates down and I'm looking at it and I'm like, nah. Nah. Because it has like the, the what's it called? Like the holes, like the gate, like the. I don't know. It's like like wired, it's oh, not wired, uh-huh. but it has like all the holes in it. Right. I'm like, if, even if she like tried to jump, she'll climb. Like she would <laughs> climb over it. She's just like on there, yeah. like holding and on. The, and the last thing I need is to come home to like a hurt, hurt. Well, puppy. yeah, yeah. Anyway, and you got to be careful because what if she like caught her collar or something yeah. and was like hanging there or something? Ugh. I know that's terrible. But yeah, I got her a new kennel <laughs> for a little bit more space, just so because hers it's it's not too big for her. But I thought, you know, she's pretty potty trained now. If I can put it in there with a little bit more space, maybe she could entertain herself better. <laughs> I don't know. It was recommended to me. Put a little TV Anyways, in there. I, I got her this new bed. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a poof. You know, like mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. have like poofs for their house. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's like a bean bag also. It's really, really fluffy. Oh my god! And cute. the dog can get in like into the middle of it and like curl. It's kind of like and she's like enveloped down. around. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She so cozy. It. And I see her, she'll like, we'll get home and she'll immediately get on it and like beat you in her bone. And I'm like, man, I want one of those. <laughs> but if I got one I'm going to get you a big if, poof. If I got one big enough to engulf me, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to get rid of my couch. <laughs> you come over next. The other, like, You're next, not even that big. Next time you come over and have no furniture. Not just, just a poof. poof. Like a giant <laughs> yeah. love sack. Yeah, here, here. Sit on my poof. 
we're podcasting. <laughs> we are. Hey, welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Yeah. We're here to talk about uh, sort of a, I mean, not sort of, I mean, a serious subject. Yeah, we're going to talk about been debating. change yes. and how hard it can be. Mm-hmm. And and because I get like a, a ton of questions all the time and we keep getting them through the podcast and I get them on social. Right. And yes. Die. Go ahead. Say it. Yes. Look, you look like you're sweating, just even like <laughs> gearing up for it. I am going through a divorce. Oh. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> okay, so funny. no, it's Sorry, not really funny. Got button happy. It's just our weird sense of humor. We've always had kind of like a very dark sense of humor. It's kind of like you just have to laugh so that you don't cry. My heart rate We're not, is, is I know, I can tell. I can tell you look like you're sweating right now. My hand, my you're like, am I really going to talk about this? Well, we're not going to talk. We're a not ton talking about, about details. It. We're just answering that question, or I am. Yeah. Um, and then we we are going to discuss change, and we'll talk about some divorce stuff because you know, change not even just divorce, like change in relationships and friendships, um, and kind of stuff that we've. I mean, we can only really talk from personal experience. Right. And Gina is also divorced. I'm also divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I got divorced. Well, we separated 2016 and it was final the end of 2016. So the beginning of, yeah, for so it was like a full year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super fun. We were together 25 years, four kids. Uh, All of them, the older three were all out of the house, but Ruby was still home. And that's, it's just hard on kids. It doesn't matter like what age. I mean, my parents got divorced. I think it was 30. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was so like... What? <laughs> I was so upset. You know, I mean, it's just, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard I, on everyone. I'm the youngest of four. My mm-hmm. parents are still together. But my mom and my dad will even tell you, like, for me, mostly because I'm the youngest. So I mm-hmm. really, as I was growing up, I think that I was experiencing it more for majority of my upbringing. Right. But my parents fought a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it was definitely something that I thought I was like, petrified and constantly worried about that it was going to happen totally and then you see like like other friends like their parents yeah. divorcing and you're like <gasps> yep no. and um I think that they probably lived in a way almost like they were like they very separate lives and and they're they, you know both were business owners and busy all the time and then mm-hmm. me and all my siblings all did so much and my mom was running us all the time sure that I really think that she was able to, I mean, she put all of her focus into her kids, right. mostly before anything else. Like so many moms. Yes. Yes. And I think that it's a really great distraction from, you know, personal problems. <laughs> it's true. I and definitely did the same thing. Because when I moved away to college, my mom, mom, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, I remember her telling me like she didn't know how to like be alone with my dad anymore. Right. Because it had been years. Right? Yeah. Like I can identify time, like almost almost 30 years really because I'm the I'm the youngest of my brother's the oldest and they basically were able to sort of rekindle and re like fall in love with each other but in a way too where like they it's not like they had grown apart at all there were just a lot of problems that had happened and like my siblings caused a lot of stress too and I say my siblings because 
I mean, I'm the youngest. Like, I right. couldn't have caused too much stress at, like, <laughs> you know, 10. <laughs> You're like, I, I blame my siblings. I blame my siblings. I blame you guys for that. No, but, and um, and I was talking to my dad about it when we were on our, our climb. Because he was, he had mentioned, like, where they're going to be celebrating so many years marriage. And for, like, really, for my mom, when she started loving herself more. And, like, uh, she had did you know she was trained she's trained and been an athlete her whole life mm-hmm. but she basically and I think it's the same thing that I mean I've gone through this in the past and I'm aware of it now but I think that it just for her it just took longer right. but recognizing that a big piece of stress that she ends up having on herself that then bleeds into all parts of your life without even realizing it is uh your like how you feel about yourself oh 100 percent yeah you know and so for her um being able to get to a place where like she's working out and her she was eating more and she lost a bunch of weight and she was just happier and felt better about herself mm-hmm. you're suddenly a you know a happier person around the people that, that love you the most too definitely and then anytime you know obviously if you're happy uh, you guys can people interact better right friends whatever versus when you're unhappy and what can be way difficult is if you can't recognize what's making you unhappy because then you're just that that even causes more stress. Sure, but um, yes. Well, and there's also an idea. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. You go. No, I was gonna say. Um, and that's and that's wonderful that they were able to because your dad was on board too. Mm-hmm. And I think what happened with um, my ex and I is that same thing. You know, we met super young. Don't really know. You know what we want from each other. You know what we need in a partner. All of that. It was kind of like, oh, you have kids. Yeah, I have kids too. We're really young. We should get married. You know, we, we laugh a lot, you know? Um, and so it's interesting when you make a choice like that and then all of a sudden, you know, you're in it and you're doing the kid thing, like you said, like with, you know, your mom was doing and everything else. And you, you get super wrapped up in that and you love the idea of your family on top of it. You know, you don't want anything to happen to their, to your family. And then like, like you said, the kids all grow up and they start moving out and all this, you know, starts happening and you kind of go, holy crap, I'm going to, I'm, it's just going to be us. And at least she was able to do that. And he was supportive of that. And they were able to kind of grow together again. I think in ours is that, um, the way our family was set up is that my ex always kind of just did him. I mean, he was, he was a good dad and and all of that. And it wasn't like he was a terrible husband. It's just, it was kind of, he always just did him. And so when it came to the point where I was like, well, I've got to figure out what I'm going to do with my life, you know, I'm not going to sit here while he's out mountain biking and, you know, surfing and, you know, doing all this stuff. Like I, it's not fair for me to sit there and look at him and say, Hey, you know, spend time with me, you know, be with me, do what I like. So when I really had to look at myself and say, well, what do I want to be? And who do, who do I want to be? And when I started changing, that became scary for him. And it wasn't like out partying and out, you know, it was like, I was still a mom. I still had one kid at home, but I started to try to do things for myself to make myself happy. Cause I didn't want to put that pressure on him. And when that did happen, he really, um, kind of dug his heels in and didn't like it. And that's when we really started to have problems. And unfortunately, we did come to a point where it was like, well, I, you know, I like who I'm becoming and change. And he was a huge, um, 
some people don't like change at all. And he kept saying, well, I haven't changed. And I thought, well, you would want to because you don't want to be the exact same person that you were at, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old. You know, you want to be able to grow and mature and do all these things. And so that's kind of what happened with us is that I had decided that I really wanted to change. And this was a different phase of our life and try and make myself happy, not outside of the marriage, but, you know, just finding myself. And he really really didn't like that. And so it just didn't, we got to a point and it was very, I wouldn't, I mean, it's never really amicable. I don't really know what that means to be honest, but you know, it was sad, super sad. And, and it was almost like everyone, you know, you, you make it to like, you know, where you're together for 25 years and everyone's kind of like, well, I mean, that's like a lifetime. Why would you, why would you throw that all away? And it's like, well, you get to a point where if one person doesn't want it anymore, you can't, you can't make it on your own, you know? And once that decision's been made, it's kind of like, well, you know, this is, this is what it is. So we chose to split up and, you know, we're still co-parenting and we'll co-grandparent and, you know, try to be respectful of each other. Just picturing you as a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen soon. Really soon. Which, like in the last, kids do you think we'll be, we'll do it first. In the next couple of years. <sighs> I don't know. I think, uh, I think Kylie and Casey, they've been married for, I think, two years this September. So I think that they want to start trying around the same time. Uh, my son, Joey, and Morgan, they're getting married March of 2020. And I think they want to, I mean, I'm not positive, but I think they want to start trying pretty soon. And I think Kylie and Casey want to kind of have kids around the same, same time, time, which I was like, can you, can you just, you know, do one at a time? Like, yeah, let, let me ease into it. And, um, and they all joke about giving me like the worst grandma name. Jordan, my oldest came up with this and he's also in a serious relationship. So I don't know. I mean, it's, I would say Joey and Morgan, Yeah. but, uh, I could be wrong. It could be Kylie and Casey. So I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, but Jordan came up with this awful name and, you know, cause I'm not really weird about being called a grandma. Yeah. I'm fine. And Jordan said, uh, we're going <laughs> to, I'm going to have them call you elder Jine Jine, <laughs> which is the ugliest grandma name ever. Elder. I mean, it just sounds so old, like an old vagina yeah. is what that sounds like. And so I told him, I was like, well, if they call me that, I just, I'm not going to feed them or take care of them. So what'd you say? So yeah. What'd you call me? I don't know where she is, but I'll find her. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, you know, I don't, to be honest, like, and I've had a lot of people that comment on my social asking, asking, and like, I can understand why people would be asking, obviously. I mean, it's social media and, and I'm pretty, you know, open with people that follow me in my community or whatever. And, but it's something that, I just don't think that sharing a lot of details, details right. with, well, it's, 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 not, personal. it's not going to do anything for me, but put me in a deeper depression. <laughs> so without really getting into it, cause I, I, we just, I wanted to, uh, 
me and Gina have been talking about this, like when we were, when I was going to tell when I was going to like announce it or whatever, um, for a while, <laughs> like a post, <laughs> like a post on your Instagram divorce, <laughs> which it's still, you're still not divorced, but yes, yes. no, um, a long process. Yes. Uh, it's not something that I really want to share a lot about just because it's none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> it's your business. Yeah. But I will say, you know, I've been in a relationship, me and Marston were in a relationship for um, over 11 years, we dated for seven before we got engaged. You were how old? I met Mars on my 18th birthday. Wow. Yeah. And that is your, that you were a baby. Yes. But I will, I will say this. I, we are, I still love him. I will love him forever. You know, we had an amazing relationship and there's been a lot of, I mean, I talked about like change or like, um, mindset and things like that and not mm -hmm. even understanding things about yourself right. or being able to, right. um, there were a lot of things that, you know, insecurities that I've had and dealt with for a really long time. And through, you know, years in my mid twenties to, I just turned 30, I've been able to recognize things and mature emotionally to right. be able to be mindful about them and work on noticing them and then you know being able to grow and and move forward without having them consume me right and that's something i'll work on for the, probably the rest of my life with you know little well, hopefully things yeah. yeah but it just you know it, it came to a point where we're just we were just different and and i wasn't happy and right. i wanted to be mm -hmm. i mean i still think about it all the time like like that's i wish that it would have been different sure. and you know there's so much like I blame myself for so many things and you know in relationships and with friends or family or whatever like people make mistakes and you know sometimes you don't you can't even recognize them until after the fact which sucks but like we're meant to make mistakes we're meant to fail in all things so we can recognize learn. it learn and move forward and be better that's yeah. how we grow that's how we become better that's how for me you know I can become I can continue to help other people, mm -hmm. you know, but he's doing amazing things. Uh, the buttery bros, him and Heber and which makes me so happy. And I am also doing a lot of amazing things. And right now, you know, we're in the process of this whole thing, but as Gina has told me, you know, time will heal and it will get easier and better. And it does. And I'm, currently just trying to continue to surround well, one practice uh gratitude mm -hmm. when i'm having really rough days right and remember that like you know i love going outside and re reminding myself like the sun is shining i love to get in nature because you can really you know recognize just how big the world is and how big life it's is a bigger and, picture for sure and yeah. you know and accept that change is okay and i'm very grateful for the years that we had together and I will cherish them and remember them forever. And and I am happy about who I am and who I'm becoming. And I'm proud of that person. And I wouldn't want that to be different. And that was kind of one of the things was like, I can continue to keep making the same mistakes or, you know, just because I think in my head too, from being in a relationship from such a young age and coming from like a, a religious background, I was right. raised Mormon. Um, in my head, it was like, I was having a hard time knowing like what I was like connecting, what I was feeling right. versus like what I thought was supposed to be, mm -hmm. 
you know? And so I think I let that trump a lot of my feelings for a long time and I couldn't really recognize or understand or I wouldn't, I wasn't willing to. Well, and you don't want to give up. Yeah. You and, don't want to, you don't want to be a and, failure. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a huge thing. You get married and you think, oh, it's going to be forever. I mean, we all know that people get divorced, right? But you really believe, you know, you, it's, it's so hard to know, like, well, when do I throw in the towel? You know, it's different for everyone. I mean, obviously in situations like where someone's abusive or something's, you know, like awful, they treat you shitty. Um, but it's, it's almost harder, like with you and Mars, same thing as Nico and I, neither one of us were abusing each other or, you know, verbally or physically or anything like that. And you almost convince yourself like, well, if that's not happening, I should be fine. I should be fine. Why? I mean, I should just stay in this forever and having to face the fact that whatever, whether it's you or him or, you know, something isn't being fulfilled and then thinking, I have to go that way for the rest of my life feels so wasted mm. in a way, if that makes sense. Um, we even had, uh, someone had written in here. I'm going to try to find the email. And she was just basically asking, uh, Nicole, she said, um, she goes, I'm struggling. Oh, no, she says, um, are you going to talk about marriage, how you knew it was over and more importantly, how you found the strength to leave? Um, I'm struggling with this right now. I'm so unhappy. But should I just stay because it's easy or do what I need to be happy? And I think that's a slippery slope because, I mean, I can only speak for myself. Again, being married 25 years, there were so many times with Nico and I that it was like, oh, my God, this is really hard. You know, oh, I'm not happy right now. So, I mean, there are people that think that they're supposed to be happy the whole time. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, being in a long-term relationship with anyone is going to have ups and downs. Yep. So you, you have to figure out, I mean, how unhappy am I and for what duration am I unhappy? And, you know, even if you don't have kids, but I mean, if you have kids, what kind of impact is this having on, you know, my children or, um, you know, if you don't have children, you know, what, what kind of impact is this having on my life long term? Mm -hmm. you know? So it's hard to tell somebody, well, if you're not happy, if it's not, you know, then just leave. Yeah. You know, cause I, I, I'm a huge firm believer in trying to work it out also. And I know that you tried to, we tried to, you know, counseling is great, but sometimes by the time you even get there, if you're not really great at communicating, it's too late. Yeah. You have these habits and these ways of dealing with each other that sometimes would take so long to change. Yeah. I think, I mean, something that I was able to recognize about my, even my, my way of fixing things, mm -hmm. right? Or communicating. One, I'm like that's one thing I've been working on a lot moving forward and like with, you know, so like with relationships or whatever moving forward, it's I'm not repeating the patterns or repeating right. the problems, right? It's like for me, I I have a really hard time understanding what I'm feeling sometimes and then being able to express it or right. explain it. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, that would cause problems because if I couldn't do that and I would try, but then I would get the same reaction, I would just shut down. Sure. And you do so, that for a long time. And mm -hmm. then the both of us too, it's like anytime we fought or argued, we loved each other too much. We just, we would just like, you know, we would just move forward. 
we just let it go. Right. You're not and really so, fixing the problem. No. Right. So I think, you know, for me doing that too much for years and years and years and kind of just hoping for change mm-hmm. and like hoping that things will change. And, and it's like these, these things are, and now I tell people like friends that are like dating or getting, or getting engaged or getting married is like, just remember, like, it's not the big things. It's the little things. Yep. And it's those little things that for real will not even, it won't even, they won't even show themselves to you right. as like problems. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like, or, uh, and you problems. read so much into them. Yep. And, um, but yeah, and, and that's why it's important to just communicate right. and, you know, if both of you are willing to, to hear the, hear the person and not take things personally and try to, you know, if your love and care for them is, is big enough that you can, even if what they're saying is, you know, might be directed at you to still have a common goal of wanting to work together. Right. Um, I, and having empathy for each other. I think that's a huge thing too. I think so many married couples as they go on they lose that empathy for each other and they might think that they have it well that's true yeah because sometimes like we think that like individually I I might think like I I am doing this I am doing that like all I do is all I do is this for you all I do is this for you and the other person may not feel that or see that at all right right well and that also too is like if you just communicate differently like there's Mm -hmm. the whole love languages thing um I've never really cared to look into that and going through all of this it's, it's made a lot more sense right um I also think why, you know, I probably never wanted to like look too deep into things is because I didn't want to get an answer that I didn't want. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, um, I didn't want the answer of like that things were like bad, like, um, not that great. Right. Right. Um, and so, but I had heard this thing or I, I started like, there's this guy I follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys might like this actually. That was really great stuff. Let me grab it really quick. It's called, his name's Mark Groves. Mm-hmm. And it's called Create the Love. And he's a human connection specialist. I, po- um, I post non-bullshit relationship advice. And it's all kinds. So it's like relationships for, in like romantic, um, uh, friendships, family, all kinds of stuff. And I can't remember the exact wording, but it was talking about intention versus expectation that's what it is okay so they were he was talking about and this this really made a lot of sense for me intention versus expectation so in a relationship this is what how I feel and this made a lot of sense to me so this might not make as much sense to you but hopefully it might um if both parties intention this can be friendships whatever if your intention is to work on it be together and like live, you know, live out your relationship as long as it's going to be, um, then that's what's going to happen. If both of you, you're still going to have ups and downs. You're still going to have arguments. You're still going to have fights. You're still going to have problems. But if your intention is always uh, to be together, then you're, you are going to approach conversations differently. You're going to approach conversations with your partner more willing to hear them. Mm-hmm more willing to um, hear what they're saying and be able to look at your actions versus always just being very defensive. Right. 
And if you have a, if you expect that it's going to be forever, if you expect that it's going to last forever, if you expect it's going to be perfect, you become very complacent. It's true. Because you're expecting that no matter what happens, that person will always be be there. there. That relationship will always be there. That friendship will always be there. Right. So, and that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, and two it's, very unfulfilled every, people. I feel like everyone always says, like, we all know, like, oh, relationships are work, you know, and I definitely have had people that have, you know, when I've talked to them about it or they've, they've asked me about it, they're like, well, you know, all relationships are work. It's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, it's I not, know. You know, I, I didn't, it's, yeah. it's not like I, this was something that happened just because we were just like, meh. Right. You know, um, I remember people saying that to me too. And they were like, well, maybe you should try this or try that. And I'm like, the thing is, is for me to have gotten to this point, for us to have gotten to this point, we've already exhausted that. Like we already know our, our limitations. We already know which path we're going down. Like I don't, to get to that point is so hard on it, you know, in itself. So to have people say something like that is kind of like, well, come on. Like yeah. we didn't just sit there and go, oh, you know, you're right. Like you after 11 years, like, oh yeah, you just pissed me off. You know, we left the toilet seat up, so I'm done. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. No. Um, and I, I think, um, for me, obviously, so I've been, I've been like pretty depressed. (laughs) (laughs) We're laughing (laughs) (laughs) for majority of the year. You've had a rough one, you know, and, and that, you know, and it's like, I've been with someone for a huge portion of my life. It's all I know. It's every memory I have. It's, it's not just like, a, you know, people date and break up and, and those are hard too. And if you've never been through it, like I had never really been through it, it's it's like the hardest thing ever. And regardless of how long your relationship was or whatever, when it ends, like it if, if, that's, if that's the hardest thing you've ever felt, then that's no different than like what I've felt. Right. Right. Like it's all valid. Yes. But yeah. I've, I've had a, I've had a you're, really, you're so depressed. Really, <laughs> I can't even think straight, yeah. but I've had a really rough year and you know, it's constant me, you know, I have people that I, that care about me a lot and we, I'm able to have human connection. I know that that is something that they say also helps with depression and, um, and it does help. And something I've had to recognize is not recognize, but just remind myself because it's really easy to know these things, mm-hmm. right? It's always like, it's you hard, can to, tell it's hard someone to take else. your own advice, right? right. Um, change is okay and change is good and it's okay that it didn't work out i'm very grateful for the years and the experiences and the stuff that we've done through all the years i wouldn't be where i am without that right i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing without that i wouldn't be living where i'm living and doing all this right without that so i wouldn't want to change anything for the world do i wish that things would have been different a 100% um but they weren't. But they weren't. And and then it kind of comes to the point where you're like, well, what am I going to do now? Are you going to sit and, and wallow and and or, or like or, con- or continue to have to live through you know, like a mental prison of people reminding you or you reminding yourself of like how you fucked up, right? Or how you messed up or how you failed at your relationship or mm-hmm. how this and that and this and that. It's like everyone um, deserves, you know, me as like, I've had to remind myself that like, I am very sad. It has been very hard. 
I also, um, all of you know, everyone um, deserves to be able to learn from it and move forward and find happiness. Right. And you you know? need to be able to forgive yourself. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it, you know, we've talked about mindset before, but I felt the same way. You know, it was like, oh my God, I'm such a failure. This is such a failure. My marriage failed. And I've just kind of tried to stop that negative, you know, talk and realize it wasn't a failure at all. I mean, like you said, you had all these wonderful times. You've grown to the person that you are. Those were all good things. Um, that's not a failure. It's just that, you know, you're just in a different chapter of your life. And my marriage wasn't a failure. I mean, we met very young as you guys did and, you know, raised four beautiful children and, you know, got to watch all their successes together and all that. And, and now to look at our lives, I'm not, I don't look at that as a failure. I just think, wow, like how awesome was it that we were able to make it for that long, mm -hmm. you know? Um, with all of the challenges, you know, like, like so many people have. Um, so it really is changing that, that mindset of, of, oh, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, yeah. you know? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. So like for me, for now, right? Um... You're still kind of in, in the thick of it. <laughs> well, it's You're gonna, in a different place. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a long road. It just happened. So, but what I will say is like, it's 
you know, you accept it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like Gina reminds me, it's like, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of firsts and it's going to be really hard, but like a year or, you know, a, re- a year past will all feel a whole lot better. Sure. Two years past, I'll be in a, a much better place. Um, I have learned so much about myself, not like, oh, don't do this. Oh, don't do this. No, it's, um, I've over like the past couple of years, I started to do a lot of that. Like I'm, you know, try almost having to like work through so many ups and downs, like my spine surgery, my shoulders, like who am I? I'm a CrossFitter. I didn't make it to the CrossFit games. Oh my God. You know, all these things that again, to some people might be like, oh wow, that's your worst problem. Oh, that's your <laughs> right. worst problem. Right. But something someone said to me one time is it's like, regardless of what, like I can't look at you and look at your problem or your roadblock or whatever and, and belittle it. Right. Or because, think it's insignificant. Right. Because compared to yours. If if emotionally or however you're going through that or how it's affecting you is like the worst thing ever for you at that time. Absolutely. Then how you're feeling is no different than something that I could be going through regardless of from the an outside eye would be like, oh, well, this is obviously way harder to go through than that. Right. Like B is way bigger and sadder than A or right. B. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so for me, it totally sucked and sucks, but I am, con- like for me, it's like, I just want to be happy. And so I'm recognizing too, like what I need from myself and what I, like what my, my heart and my soul needs from a partner. Right. And the more I get into acting and the more my influence grows and I have more people commenting and more people wanting something from me or a piece of me or something like that, um, the bigger that's gotten, the more, you know, things are very hard for me. Mm-hmm. And emotionally and through like the really the early stages of when I was just like my influence was growing so fast and I couldn't even really recognize it and I was like training all the time and competing um I wouldn't have I didn't even know how to handle it right or like no one knows how to like yeah (laughs) I know how do you (laughs) handle it or what to do what to do with it like I you know I never expected it to happen and so through the years and like also just getting older and like you said like growing up and learning what learning about yourself and your needs, um, you become more aware of what you need from another person. Absolutely. Yeah. And something that I've recognized is some of those needs that I had weren't being um, met. And they will well for me it was like they were being they were being met by friends. Right. You know, and I used to tell myself too, like, well, I can't, con- I can't expect, like I would say, you, you can't expect one person to do everything for you. I remember you saying that. Right. It's like, you can't expect one person. And so it's like, it's okay. And that, you know, and, and that's, that's okay. true. And that's true. Yeah. Um, and I still a hundred percent believe that obviously. Um, but what I've started to recognize is I do need that one person to be able to check these boxes. Right. And those boxes can also be checked by my closest friends but I really need, you know, this, like a partner to check those boxes and they weren't being checked and they just weren't being checked. And, and it's not because he didn't want to check them. I think that, 
uh, he, he was checking them. But in the way that we communicate and how we're different, it wasn't being received or communicated uh, in the way for the other person to feel or see that. Right. You know, and so it's, it was just, it, we're just different. Yeah. And, and I think it's common. I think it's, and really I'm so, and I'm so happy, you know, to see him flourishing and like doing things right. that he never thought he would do. Like he ha- always hated being in front of the camera. Right. You know, and it makes me so happy to see him and Heber and Tommy and all of them be so successful and, and go after something that, you know, if they were still working at CrossFit, I don't think they would be doing. Right. And that's amazing. And, you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff too, and I'm learning to uh, sort of be on my own. <laughs> but I'm, you are. But I'm, I'm, I am growing as a, as a human and, and an adult. Right. And a person. And this experience will soon be something that, you know, it will still forever be a very sad, hard experience in my life. But I, I will be very grateful for it because I will be a better person because of, you know, the growth that I had. That you had during that you time. Know. Yeah. And, you know, through the beginning, um, there was a lot of me trying to figure things out where... I remember a friend of mine had said, told me, she's like, you just need to take all the time you need and you can't have your influence or your family or your friends or your views on social media or YouTube or all these things. Like that can't have anything to do with it. No. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and, 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 and it because was, it was terrifying to, to even realize like how much I'm like, on stage right or trying to be something trying to please other people yeah I think being a people pleaser is can be really detrimental to yourself and and can continue to have you staying in a place where you're like you know you're not super happy but you can like you're like I can learn to accept this yeah I'll learn to deal with this yeah yeah and I think it's not for me it's like it wasn't fair it's not fair for my partner and it's not fair for me, right. you know, and, and if one person is doing that and you're just in this really bad cycle, life is really long, but life is super short and, um, yeah, and it sucks. Well, your it life sucks. is longer than mine, but it's true. <laughs> it sucks to be sad, man. It does. It really does. I think that, uh, I think that's, that's really the key to it too, is that when you, I think that I don't want to say women because I'm sure men do it too, but I think that we're under the, we're under this uh, impression that we have to, everything has to be okay. And it, and you're right. It's like really hard to go to that place of saying like, this isn't okay. And it's kind of what happened with my ex and I'd be like, you know, you didn't, you didn't want to have, a, you know, you didn't want to have to fight. You just get to a point where you're like, oh, I just don't want to fight. I just don't want to fight. And then like you said, the little things become such big things. Like I have this one example. I was just telling somebody this story. Nico really loves his truck being clean. I love this story. Okay. He loves his truck being clean. Uh, The inside, like uh, when you got out of the car, his truck, like if it had a bench seat, the middle seat belt, he would straighten the seat belt, right? So if it got like messed up or anything, he would straighten it. And I knew that that was important to him. So I, and did I think it was stupid? Yes. 
thought it was dumb. But I would straighten it. He didn't like, you know, scuff prints, you know, like on the plastic on the inside or like inside the door or whatever. So if my foot hit the thing, I would like wipe it off. So I always felt like I'm going out of my way. You know, he hated hair on the counter. My hair was always everywhere. So, you know, when you're with a partner, you're always, and I'm, believe me, I'm not perfect. So that's not the point of the story. Yeah, no, no one is perfect. <laughs> that is not the point of the story. I'm sure I did plenty of other shit that he'd probably, he, we should have him as a guest. <laughs> I have one. Marsh used to get so mad because I would leave peanut butter spoons in the sink. <laughs> right. So, but, but the thing is, is that regardless of how ridiculous, how easy would it be for you to just clean that up? Right. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's, that's really how a relationship should, should, relationship should go. A relationship. Um, relationship um, relationship <laughs> but uh he would always I would always have a clean towel in the kitchen hanging up to dry my dishes and I'd change it out all the time and Nico would come in and he always made peanut butter and je- jelly sandwiches like after you know he was working and instead of taking like the sponge and wiping it up he would just take the dry towel and he would wipe it up with the towel and then put it back up on the thing. And so when I would go to dry my dishes, you know, I'm exhausted. I've washed all these dishes and I'd go to start drying them. And I'd realize there was peanut butter all over them. And I would be, and I, and you know, the first, like, I don't know, five, six, ten years, I'd be like, can you please not use the towel? And you know, the, 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 and he was like, oh, fine. But he never changed it. And one time, uh, my cousin Michelle and her husband Lonnie were over, and they're sitting on the counter. And he he had done it. And so I'm washing all these dishes. I'd had all these people, again, tired. You know, I'm, I'm drying them. And I look, and there's freaking peanut butter all over. And this is how dysfunctional we were. Well, I am. <laughs> I look at him, and I go are you kidding me? Like I just blew up. Cause in my mind, it wasn't just that it was, you don't even care. Like you don't even see. It's like, or do you hear me? Right. You haven't even heard me and you've definitely heard me, but you don't even care enough to change it. You know, like it's so disrespectful to me. And so because of expectations. Exactly. And so I was like so upset. (laughs) I remember telling him and you know, Lonnie and Michelle are like looking at me because I just became like freaking Tasmanian devil, right? <laughs> and then he looks at me and he knows, right? He knows he's like, okay, I know why she's going crazy, but these people don't. So I'm just going to act like she's crazy, right? Which makes me more infuriated. I'm sure some people out there can, you know, identify with this situation. And so I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I've done that. You know, you don't respect me, blah, blah, blah. And Lonnie has his like jaw dropped (laughs) and I'm embarrassed, but I can't stop myself. And I'm like, I'm going to go put peanut butter all over the inside of your truck. (laughs) Just turn into the She-Hulk. I wanted him to experience what it felt like to be disrespected like that. So I marched out there with this jar of peanut butter and I had the spoon and I scooped it in there and I instantly felt bad because I was like, I mean, I was like so mad. I was going to smear it everywhere. I took the spoon. I just went on the, on the the steering wheel. And then I was like, Oh, I kind of feel bad, but I walked in, but I was like, I'm committed. I'm sticking to it. And he, I walked in and he was like trying to act like he didn't care. And he was like, did you seriously do it? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I did. See how it feels. (laughs) Tit for tat. Gotcha. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, you, you get to a point where you're like having these ridiculous situations and you just think, how did we get here? Like, it's just so sad you know and again it's a two-way street I mean he did stuff I did stuff you know but sometimes you can't you can't 
figure that out with the same person yeah. if that makes sense you know you can't yeah. uh you can't go back there's just been so much damage and done well, and because you've just created a way of, of communicating right that's so hard it's to just change. like a, it's like a it's a vicious cycle yeah and it's it's one it's hard to change in general especially if like like how old are you? How long have you been doing it? Like right. You are that person. Right. It's not like you can just change overnight. You yeah. know, I'm like 42 and I reverted back to being like a 20, 23 year old. Do you know what I mean? Probably a 12 year old. <laughs> yeah. Well, it feels, I mean, it, it in any situation, friendships, any business relationships, it feels really shitty to not feel heard. Yeah. Or like, like that, that, like the person cares about what you're saying, right? And it's not like when you have a conversation or or go through a situation that you're like having this conversation, like one, you know, year ten or whatever, and you're like, hey, can you not, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're thinking, oh, he's not hearing me. Right. You're not thinking that he's not listening or not caring because obviously, if you think like you you know he cares, right? Right. He's acknowledged it. Yeah, yeah, and because you're not because you're not in like a like any relationship like at work. Like, hey, can you not? If you're the last person to use the copy machine and we run out of paper, can like, you please can put, you it in please there? put paper in? Right. Right. Um, these are all relationships you're in every single day. So it's, it's different, but it's the same. And it's, if that happens so much in the moment, I'm, ex- I'm hearing you understand me. I'm hearing you hear me. And I would never assume that you're not. Or that you don't care. Right. But after so many times of your actions showing me that you didn't listen to me or you didn't, like that would be, it's really hard. It's a deeper problem. And You're then, like, wow, you, you don't up, even yeah. respect me. And then after you so don't many care times, about me. after so many times, you freak out and smear peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> all, over. all over their car. <laughs> yeah. And you either do that or you end up, you end up getting to a point where you're so emotionally like separated yeah well you put a wall up that you're just you just expect you just expect it right and you used to always say you just always want to talk you just always want to talk about it I'm like you should be worried when I don't want to talk anymore and really got to that point where it was like I don't even want to talk anymore which was so sad to me you know and you know again this was not all his fault it was my fault too. I can only speak from my side of it. I'm sure again, he would have plenty of things to say, but, uh, it's, you're right. Like you really, you really need to be able to hear each other and you can't convince. My thing is like, you can't, if he's, and, and I'm guilty of this too. When he would tell me, it's one thing to say, you did this. It's another thing to say, I feel like this. Um, so if you're telling me you feel that way, regardless of whether, whether I did it with that intention or did something on purpose, you feel that way. Yeah. So I have to figure out and the, and your, why you feel and your that feelings way are valid. and your feelings are valid. And so if I'm not giving you the um, attention to your feelings, then that's, that's also going to be a huge, huge problem down the road. Because if you can't validate that, because regardless of whether I intended that for someone I need to have the empathy for that person. I need to understand that I've hurt you. And I need to be able to say, you know what? I'm so sorry. That was not my intention. And then I have to figure out how to make sure that I don't make the person feel that way again. Or explain, you know, my side of it. And they have to be open to listening to that and be able to say, oh, okay, you didn't intend that. But, you know, you, you know, uh, 
And hopefully, you know, the next time that happens, I won't just jump to that conclusion. Yeah. It literally just comes down to communication in any yeah. relationship. And if you suck at communication, get better. Well, it's like, and you might think that you are really good at it, but if you're, you know, you're, you're having problems, I don't know, with like business partners. Well, because communication isn't talking. No, that's what a lot of people a, think it's it a, is. It's a lot of, it's a lot of things. Right. It's like, you know, being able I, to read your partner. Yeah. Like able, I, yeah. I 100%, you know, it's so funny because I still will think, I, I even like having this conversation, mm-hmm. I like can feel myself blaming myself. Sure. Yeah. And like, that's one thing I'm really trying to, or I, I don't, I need to try to be better about that. It's not about blame and it's not about winning and losing. Right. It's about, yeah, that's a it's good just, point. It's about accepting that people, we're all human and we all are, we're all meant to learn from mistakes and to grow and we do change and, and being able to have, you know, expectation versus intention and, and, and it's okay. And it's, and it's not about, it's not about blame. And if, and if you're playing the blame game, if I sit here and I, and I'm blaming myself or I sit here and, you know, accept blame, if I'm just accepting the blame, accepting the blame and, um, and I'm doing that, I'm not going anywhere. I'm on a fucking treadmill right. or a mouse wheel. Right. Right. And, and the realization of like time keeps going on and if I continue to, like, if you continue to just wallow in, you know, you're such a bad person and, you know, all this stuff or, or like, it's your fault or whatever like, mm-hmm. that you're, you're feeling. Yeah. It's a sad realization to realize that, like, all you're affecting is yourself. Right. Like, your time does go on and we can choose to be happy. And you take responsibility for things, but then you get to move, you get to change and be better. Right. Like everyone, everyone gets to do that. Right. And sometimes they can while they're together. And sometimes it takes not being together. Yeah. Unfortunately. So. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's our rant on that. Relationships yeah. are really hard. hard and everyone knows they're hard. I mean, my parents fought a lot and I grew up like watching my siblings with their partners my brother's divorced. He's a single dad of three. Um, watching my parents, watching my aunts and uncles, you know, and I've always like, I'm actually still like scared of saying that <laughs> I've never said this out loud. What? Uh, it scares me to ever say or like expect, right? Mm-hmm. Forever. Right. Because I can like get overwhelmed by things. And mm-hmm. so for me, I always thought like, well, I'm not, you know, I just take it a day at a time because I don't want to overanalyze something and actually create a problem that's not actually there. Right. Because I'm like anticipating something, mm-hmm. you know? Um, well, that's poison in itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, like a self-fulfilled prophecy. Yeah. But what I've found is everyone deserves to be happy. And as we get older and we change and your career changes or you move and you find new friends or whatever, um, like that, that's okay, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's really okay if you can, if you've grown, you have the emotional awareness 
and you're you know practicing mindfulness to a point where you can step outside of your situation and sort of feel those feelings but then like let them pass and allow yourself to feel at peace and calm and give yourself a chance to move like move forward and still create your your best life and still create opportunity right. and success and 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 yeah wish, it doesn't have to be over and wish and 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 give you know give back and and i don't know it just it sucks you know and one thing i think we i'll end this on is something that i've always known this but I've, now i've just really lived it right so it means a lot right. more is uh, no matter how close you are, specifically with relationships, it could not be marriage, it could just be like dating or whatever, or business, whatever. No matter how close you are to someone or a couple or whatever, you cannot under fully understand anything that goes on in that person's life. Right. And you don't get to. Like that's you don't that's, get to have an that, opinion. But like, but that's like that's right. the thing, right? Like a private, like it's not like you don't get to know me. At, you don't get to know me in my relationship to a hundred, like a hundred percent, because it's not. It's not the way it's supposed to be. Right. Like you have that's between you and the other person, the good, the bad, the ugly, and so people and friends and things like that that think that they fully get it, you just don't, and so you know. Don't judge something or make assumptions, right? If you make, if you assume anything, you're making an right. ass out of you and me. Right. Um, don't assume and make and make judgment and like create your thought and your feeling because it doesn't matter. And all you're doing is hurting people. Right. You're perpetuating the the problem. You're just hurting people yeah. by you trying to fix it. Stop trying to fix other people's problems. Instead, have empathy and be open-minded and, and hope for them to, be, to get through it and help them understand that there is light on the other side, right? And that life is beautiful and it is okay and, and learn from this. And, and it's, it's great because, you know, you can be better now and no one's perfect. And, you know, it's like all of these things, but we as humans would rather just talk shit. <laughs> right. Right. And sometimes I think people do that just because they don't, it gives them something to talk about. So well, they don't talk they about probably, their own problems. Right. Exactly. And they probably and don't I've feel even, that great about themselves. Yeah. And like, I mean, I've, there have been things that, you know, obviously have been said about like me or making assumptions and things, but it's like, again, sure. I just remind myself, yeah. like you don't really know. Yeah. And if you really care about me or Mars or my situation, you're not, you're not going to be, you know, talking or making assumptions or right. creating drama that has nothing to do with you. And, and I've been able to just sort of just like let that go and almost like, um, uh, forgive mm -hmm. people that are probably doing that because I, I have the idea in my mind that, you know, there's probably another reason why you're choosing to talk about my problems because you maybe are going through stuff on your own that might be different, but could also still feel really bad. Right. And um, it's an ongoing battle, but... 
Well, and I think what a lot of people don't realize is like the, the you know, these, these sorts of things are always so hard, right? I mean, we've already established that if you've ever gone through a breakup or, you know, whatever to be, I mean, my, you know, it was so hard for me and devastating and sometimes embarrassing, yeah. you know, and what's, what a lot of people out there don't realize is that when you're in the public eye, it's it, like, I've watched you go through it and it's, it's so disheartening for me. I can't imagine going through that and feeling so shitty, just having to like go to Starbucks in my town and having people talk about it than having people, you know, worldwide talking about it or posting things, you know, commenting on your Instagram or commenting these things that are so, I mean, like you said, not their business, but Brooke's a person. You're a person, you know? And I think sometimes people, they forget that. Like you are a human being. You have the same you know, feelings as everyone else, you have ups and you have downs and, and you have emotions and, you know, you can't gauge what's like, what's going on in somebody's life from their Instagram story, because it's not for you. This is your business. And I think people get this false perception of, oh, well, you know, she looks so happy. You know, she's so happy. And yeah, you have happy times for sure. But you know, it's not like you're going to like click your Instagram story on like, I'm crying in the bathroom right now, or I'm taking a shit, you know? I mean, it's like these, there are private things to people's lives. And, and like you said, you guys don't get to, you don't get to know that that's because that's your personal business. And I would just, you know, I mean, of course, you know, if people are, I, I understand that people you know, they, they get this, they feel close to a person that's like inspiring to them and all of that. And, and I, I totally understand that. And I, I think that some of these things that people ask, you know, they're not always malicious or anything else, but I think people do need to be reminded that, you know, you are still just a person going through something super shitty and it's just as hurtful. And, um, hopefully we'll, you know, think about that before, you know, making, rude comments or, you know, uh, trying to act like you think, you know, why something's happening or saying, you know, bringing up Mars and saying, you know, nasty things to you. And it's just, it's, um, I mean, you have to think about it. Like, would you go up to me in a Starbucks and be like, yeah, you know, Nico probably left you because you put peanut butter all over his truck. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. During one of my times where I was struggling to get out of bed, (laughs) I was FaceTiming my dad and he, you know, he just said to me, he said, babe, you're just going through life like everybody else. And the only difference is you have a million people with their eye on you. Right. You know, so it's been very, it's been very, it is very hard. It's very sad. And, you know, I want Mars to have the most successful life and just, and to be so happy and to be with someone who makes him happy and they can, you know, communicate with one another and fulfill each other. Like before turning 30 or 29, fuck, uh, I, I mean, for years, I don't think I even really understood what it meant to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I still don't. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. You know I mean, like, I never really, yeah. un- and I never really understood like what the things were I should be getting from my partner. Mm-hmm. And I think a big reason of that is because I never fully 
understood myself yeah, and hadn't like grown up enough or been through things and worked through problems and worked through, you know, insecurity and things like that. I hadn't done that to even know myself yeah. or to know what I needed. And, and no wonder I couldn't communicate things. I didn't know. Yeah. And that's like a, that's a super scary feeling too, to like feel a certain way. And it's like, what's wrong? It's like, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I don't even know how to tell you. I can't recognize it. Right. But so, you know, that it is positive where I'm, I'm 30 now and you're all uh, grown up. (laughs) You just all grown up. And I, yeah, I just, I, I am someone who I am, you know, I'm proud of being and I'm, my parents are proud of and I'm proud of you. And I love you. I love you too. And I am growing and life is, you know, is moving super fast and I just want to be happy and I yeah. just want to be able to sort of, you know, spread that pod, like spread really good energy to anyone who comes around me. And I feel like I definitely do that. And with the feedback I get from everyone that I meet, um, and the more I'm able to, again, be emotionally mindful and just mindful in general um I can constantly be growing versus if I shut down like I have for many years of my life because that was the safest thing I could do for my emotional state yeah it's for protection you know to protect myself I would just shut down and and that you know this too shall pass type of thing until it comes back right you know and uh and it builds and builds and yeah, builds. Yeah, and then yeah. everything, the walls come down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you blow up. Yeah, you blow up. Yeah. Well, we're all a work in progress. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> this really depressing <laughs> conversation. But yeah, if you are if you are going in, through anything um, in business or friendships or relationship and you're just not, you know, sure what you should be doing, you know, it is something where I would again give the advice that I was given to really take the time to figure out to try and put like words to your feelings Mm -hmm. you know and and decide like understand yourself and your needs and then also what what are your wants and is the job you have is the friends you're with 24 7 are they going to get you there are they helping you be there and it's not that, they, it, and I'm not saying like maybe you have all these bad friends or whatever, because right. it may not be that way. It's at not necessarily all. like a defect. It's no. just maybe not what's. It could just, meant be, you know, it could just to help be you. That, it could just be that you're, you're, we're all just different people and we all need different things and that's okay. Right. You know, and, and you shouldn't have to constantly be trying to change yourself to fit with the people around you. Like you get to be yourself too, especially if you are working on mindfulness and, and uh, are able to, and you want to grow. Yeah. You know, and we all grow in different directions. That's why people all over the world do different things and have different careers and are stay at, my sister's a stay at home mom. Right. My mom worked my entire upbringing. You know, there's, we're all, we all just want and different things fulfill us and make us feel good. And it's, I think it's super important to be around people that fill you up. And for me, I have found that I 100% need, to ha- I need to do whatever I can to fill myself up because in the job and the career that I have and the type of person I am, I am, I am being drained all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. It's a right. great thing no, because yeah. when I do that, I'm able to give, you know, give myself and be 
vulnerable and be present with people that I'm around and be real and have conversations that, you know, hopefully help all of you. And, but when I do that, it does end up, I feel very drained and I need to, you know, be able to go home and I'm working on finding things that will work to help fill me back up. Yeah. I think I'm going to start going to yoga. (laughs) That's going to, that's going to do it. I have been told I need to meditate and I know that I used to do it a bit more. Oh, speaking I'm, of, I'm going to start doing it again. So speaking of, uh, Joe, my brother-in-law, we yes. had him on the podcast. He does all the mindfulness. Um, I wanted to mention that they just got their podcast up and running. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's really exciting. I think they just got it up yesterday. It's called mindful AF like as fuck, um, or whatever. And so that's, uh, available on all, like however you get your podcasts. So. We'll have to have him back on. And he's really great. He's like done a few and yeah. we can talk about it. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in something like that, it should be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. uh, remember to rate, rate review, subscribe, five star rating, five star rating. And, uh, and I'm going to tell myself that you guys are so thankful that I shared that with you. <laughs> Uh, had just had to get it out there. Yeah, and I'm really hoping that I feel this sense of relief for the rest of my life after this. <laughs> oh, I, I know, seriously. But yeah, love you guys. Thanks yeah. for thanks for listening. Thanks for caring. And um, yeah, we love you guys. Yeah. We will talk to you. Go guys. out and do things that make you happy. Yes. And and uh, and you know, give back to people around you that need a little happiness too. Absolutely. So. Remember to have empathy. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.